Ladies and gentlemen, this is Country 600 Frontier Radio. I am your host, Hopsy. Boy, folks, this is your host with the most, giving you the show that you gotta know. It's the Lake Show. What else do you wanna know? Ladies and gentlemen, back in action once again. It is the Lake Show. What else do you want to know? Tell me. Please. Welcome to the show. Fourth episode. Number four. Number uh, Brody Morris edition of the podcast. (laughs) And um, yeah, so looking to get things underway. What's up with my man Salty? How you doing? Doing well, man. I've been doing a bit of couch surfing in the past couple nights. We had a little uh, skunk attack our house, but other than that, you know, kind of settling in, getting ready for uh, for finals. But yeah, how about you? How was your weekend? Sorry, did you say you had a skunk attack your house? I mean, <laughs> we uh, we unfortunately had a skunk spray our house inside, outside. Who knows? Our dog probably as well, and it's been kind of a disaster. But we're we're settling back in there, and uh, hopefully we can we can sleep in the house in the next couple of nights, or <laughs> we'll see. So you lost you lost your house to a skunk. Basically, yeah. The really awful dog does on that one. That's awful. Yeah. So is, is this a reoccurring thing? Was this skunk? Is this skunk been a problem for a while? Do we want to talk about it or no? Uh, I mean, it's getting kind of emotional talking about it, but uh, no, it's been the first time happening, and uh, hopefully the last time because it's been a, a an awful process. To be completely honest with you, a little tomato bath maybe. Yep, been working on it. Actually, <laughs> not myself, but we, we had our we had our dog. Someone took a tomato here. bath at your house. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyways. That's dark. We move on to the lighter topic. <laughs> yeah. than that. That's not at all what I want to hear. Um, there's not like it's, it's a dark time of year, folks. It is. Uh, there's an absolute blizzard going on outside. I had morning practice this morning. Had to clear the car off before and after practice. Is that the six a.m. Oh, uh, yeah. deadly one? <laughs> six a.m. Tuesday special, bud. Wow. See you out there. <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, it's 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 full blown winter now, and the fact that it's December first. This weekend is terrifying. I don't know. I've been complaining about this, I feel like, the last couple of weeks. But, yeah, the school is piling up for yeah. sure. I got, I got a, a couple assignments last week of classes, right? You know what else December 1st means? Uh, is it the last time we're going to see that mustache? Yeah. Big decision coming up. It looks great now. How, how do you take that off? See, I don't know. I'm getting a lot of mixed reviews. A lot of people <laughs> are telling me I look like an absolute goofball. But uh, some people are – I'm getting a couple rays of sunshine coming through telling me they like it. But I think it might have to go – and uh, you know, move on to bigger and better things, so to speak. Really, honestly, just wanted to make a huge shout out to people who organized the uh, break the ice on mental health event that happened this past Friday. It was really well done. It was nice to see uh, the the entire class was out. You know, it was just good to see all the a lot of people getting involved in uh, you know making a great event uh, that uh, Nipissing should be very proud of. It was run very well this year, and uh, it's great to see them raising money. So I just wanted to, uh, we were going to try to get someone out this week to give a little recap of how the event went and whatnot, but we weren't available, weren't weren't able, sorry, to make it work. So I just wanted to take the time to just give a big shout out to uh, the entire sport marketing class who put on a world-class event. And unfortunately, uh, weren't able to get the wins there for you but uh you know it was a good game it was a good day of hockey and in a really well done event so hopefully we all got something out of that and yeah just like i said big shout out to them and other than that i don't know salty what's going on anything else you want to add before we get into a little bit of highlights from the past weekend yeah it was good to see a lot of different athletes there as well and a lot of students kind of showing their pride for for the event and it was awesome awesome event really well ran and 
It was a pleasure to be part of. Absolutely. No, great when you get a big crowd of, uh, you know, more interesting people together at once, the better. You know, yeah. and, and, and no, it's great to see. So, I don't know, do you want to just hop right into a, a little bit of dirty recap of the past weekend, what went down athletic-wise? Let's do it. Let's start with uh, men's, men's volleyball. The guys had a thriller on Friday night. Uh, unfortunately, it was competing against your big game. But if you had a chance to see it, I'm sure you were entertained because this was an absolute screamer of a, of a match. Like I said, five sets. The guys were up 2-0. Fortunately, couldn't close the door on the uh, on the Blues. But they fought right till the end in the fifth set. They were up 13-10. The Blues just snuck in there and got that 15-13 win. Notable, uh, notable games for Steve Wood with 26 kills, 29.5 points. Wow. And Chris McPherson with 15 kills and 16 points. So two big games for those guys. Then on Saturday night, the guys faced off against a hot Ryerson Rams team where uh, yours truly was in attendance and the NU crew was out and about and making some noise and creating some havoc. Fortunate enough to get in a couple guys' heads, but it just wasn't enough to tell the guys over the, the hump. But well-fought game again from the lads. It could have gone either way. Uh, each set was was tight, and unfortunately the guys just couldn't couldn't capitalize at the end of the sets there. So hopefully we have they have a big bounce by weekend in the upcoming year. And if you haven't watched one of these games, please make sure to come out and watch. It's fast, it's entertaining, and uh, you'll get your money's worth, that's for sure. I just needed to interrupt quickly about uh, you know men's volleyball. Unfortunately, haven't had the chance myself personally to get out and see a women's game yet. But uh, me and the men's hockey team we had a chance to check them out when they were down in Kingston, uh, killing some time before we played RMC. And boys are nasty. <laughs> really good team this year. So get your butt in a seat and go check the guys out and support them. I just wanted to give a big shout out to men's uh, men's volleyball because they uh, they have a good team this year and. Just wanted to give you a little shout out. So anyway, it's just gonna give the mic back to Salty. Sorry. All right, now throwing it over to the girls' side. They were in tough against two very big programs in the volleyball world. Both Ryerson Rams and UFT Blues are known for having their women's volleyball team. But uh, the Lakers fought hard, and they were never they weren't outplayed. They competed in every set, not to be outscored by more than five points in any of the success they played this weekend. A couple uh, notable players for the girls were. Stephanie Armstrong in the first game with 10.5 points. The setter racking up the points there, so that's good news for, for the Lakers. And then in the second game, Shayla Kessler with 10, uh, 10 points as well. So two big weekends for them, and hopefully they can uh, they can keep building on that and have a big weekend in the upcoming year. So throw it back over to you, Harpsey, and what do you got for the hockey teams? All righty. Thank you very much, Salt and Pop, the man himself. Uh, moving on towards uh, how the hockey teams did this past weekend and might have gave you a little bit of a sneak preview about how things might have went down on Friday, mental health game. But uh, no, things were great. Starting off with the women on Friday. That was the uh, November 23rd Friday night. Uh, the women suffered. Um, a really, it was a really good game, but they did lose 6-5 in OT to the York Lions. Uh, the goals were scored by Zosha Davis, Brianna Gaffney, Kaylee Tianhara, Caitlin McManus, and Natalie Graham. So girls getting a, a point in the, in the losing effort, but uh, uh, unfortunately weren't able to seal the deal in front of a pretty good crowd. And I just wanted to give a big shout out to coach Darren Turcott. I'm pretty sure it was, I looked up at the clock and there was 11 minutes and 50 seconds left in the third period. And they were down, I want to say they were down five, three at this point and, and they pulled the goalie on a five on three. So they had the extra skater out there, but there was like literally 11 minutes and 50 seconds left in the game. Like, I don't think I've ever, I've never seen a goalie pulled that early in my entire life. And York gets the puck on the PK, able to ice it down, and they threw it down and it went right off the post perfectly. <laughs> Zosha Davis picks it up, 
goes end to end and just tucks one home. It was nasty. So I was able to catch that goal. Shout out to Zosha. That goal was gross. And then, uh, yeah, they were able to tie it up and uh, at least get some, uh, you know, bring it to the extra frame, get a point, a huge point for them. Then moving on to Sunday contest up the highway to Laurentian, 2 p.m. puck drop there. Uh, girls made quick work of the uh, Laurentian Voyagers uh, with a 4-2 win on the road. Goal scorers were Jetta Darinowski, Kira Ampson, Maria Dominico, and Hunter Mosher. So the women's team firing on all cylinders again, picking up points in both games this weekend. They now sit with a 9-4 overall record. They are sitting in first place in the entire OUA. So congratulations to the girls. I gave a quick look at uh, the U Sports National Standings for women right now, and they hadn't updated it since last week. But with Queen sneaking on as a 10th spot last year when the, when the, when the girls were only in second place, uh, I imagine the girls should sneak on to uh, the national rankings. So congratulations to them. Things are going well, and, and that concludes the first half of their season as they're done for Christmas break. But I think all in all, sit in first place. Couldn't ask for more from them as a program. So congratulations, women. We're going to move over to the men's side of things. Men also had two games this weekend, like I said, also competing in that uh, Break the Ice on Mental Health event. Uh, the boys suffered a 5-3 loss in the uh, mental health game to Concordia. Goals were scored by the Lakers uh, by Lucas Brown, Colby Tower, and Dylan Staples. And uh, like I said, that was a, it was unfortunately it was a loss. Uh, Concordia got an empty netter, so it was a 4-3 game until about four seconds left. And it was a good game. Boys fought hard, trailing there in the third. And you know they played one of their better games of the year. Probably deserved better fate. Unfortunately, ended up with the losing cause there. But uh, moving over to Saturday night, back at home again at the Gardens. That was the 24th. And the boys were actually managed to pull out a huge win against uh, McGill University, 3-2 win there against the defending OUA champions. And, and that was a big win for the boys. And uh, Lucas Brown scored again in this one, and Colby Tower put together uh, two tallies in that, in, in that win. And like we also mentioned, uh, Athlete of the Week for Colby Tower, shout out to him. Dominic Graham in net for the victory. I think he made like 47 stops or something like that. Ridiculous game from him. He, uh, he got player of the game in that one. And off with a win and uh, you know looking forward to uh, concluding the uh, first half of the season on a high note so that's it from our hockey teams uh, moving on to uh, my man salt and pop with some uh, basketball action for us all right we're talking basketball we're talking men's basketball first uh, the Lakers dropped a pair of road games this weekend losing 86 70 on Friday night to Waterloo uh, but then had a really big bounce back game on Saturday taking the nationally ranked team Laurier Golden Hawks to overtime couldn't get the W there at 108 to 103 in overtime but my man Justin Hill was on fuego, scoring 30 points. And then Marcus Lewis had another 29, with Jordan Roberts adding 20 to that. So guys fought very hard against uh, Laurier. Unfortunately, losing cause, but the guys were in the game the entire time and uh, fought till the end, but unfortunately just couldn't get the W. So hopefully we can bounce back again this weekend and uh, get a pair of Ws. Girls on the week, on the road this weekend against two big programs, could not get the win, but they were in the game for both of them. Unfortunately, losing by 7 and by 15 in the second game. Hard fought by the girls. Jamie Sofer had two huge games, scoring 19 in the first one with 11 rebounds, so big double-double there, and then uh, another 15 points on Saturday. So we will have uh, some of the girls on to talk about the games and discuss what happened, but for now, let's uh, let's head back over to Harrison. And there you have it. A little bit of uh, in-depth coverage on our Laker athletes from this past weekend. But uh, yeah, so we had a little bit of a smorgasbord, if you will, of interview action up today. So we had Colby Tower in and then a couple members of the women's basketball team, a couple coaches and a player. 
So we had a little bit of everything today. We tried something new, kind of mashed them all together, got them all talking. But we brought Colby in a couple minutes earlier. We had the girls waiting for practice to finish up. So instead of sitting here twiddling our thumbs, <laughs> thought we'd uh, get Colby to just tell us a little bit about himself. First year guy, tell us a bit about how he's liking Nipsing and how it started from him. So let's go quickly to a little blurb before we get an interview with all of them together in the same room. So here we go, a little uh, introduction, Colby Tower, let's have it. Folks, absolute pleasure to be back with another absolutely breathtaking interview that you're not going to find anywhere else. I'm going to make that a theme here every week, just original content. That's what we're trying to prove here. And we have um, Athlete of the Week here, Colby Tower from the men's hockey team. Colby, I'd just like to, uh, to maybe give a little shout out to the uh, you know fellow students here at Nipissing. Tell them where you're from. You're a first year guy. Tell them uh, how you got that connection to come to Nipissing and how things are panning out in your first semester. Just give them a little you know background on... Colby the Tickler Tower himself. Thanks for that, Harps. Um, yeah, like he said, my name's Colby Tower. I'm from Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, out east. Really small town. Yeah, my connection with Nipissing was our coach Mike McParlin had uh, messaged me over the summer, and we kind of worked out things, and I ended up out at Nipissing to play in the men's hockey team. You know, saying you're from all the way out there in Cape Breton, uh, what do you do in the summer for work? Just like to, you know, what goes on in uh, those Cape Breton shorelines at summertime? <laughs> uh, I'm a lobster fisherman in the summer, so uh, early mornings. That's ridiculous. So, so like, yeah. how, what time is an early morning for a lobster fisherman? My, I think my alarm goes off at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, that's <laughs> rough. Like how yeah, long is, it's heated. What's a, what's a day on the lobster boat? Like how long is a day on the lobster boat? A good day, which is like a, a good day of fishing, not really a good day for us, but it's like 3.30 to 1 o'clock like in the PM? afternoon. Yeah. Holy, that's a shift. <laughs> that's on the water, and then you got to... Then there's like shit you got to do when you get off. You got to clean the boat and sell everything, and then... Oh, sell it, and so you sell it too? Yeah. Sell the lobster, yeah. Wow. Like the same day? Lord, like how does that go down? Like what, like what would be the steps to like when you get to shore and then you just like, does it go right to the spot where you sell it or you have to go like bring it somewhere? So we come in with the boat tied up, uh, take the lobsters off onto the wharf and then there's a truck that comes from the buyer. And so we got to put like all the crates, they're like, I don't know, 80, 90 to 100 pounds onto the truck, weigh them. And then there's like, <laughs> some days there's like, 10, 12 boxes that you got to put on and weigh them. And then once that's done, they take off and then you go back down, clean the boat and then you go to bed. So like lobster fishing, it's by season, right? Yeah. So, so like how like, does it start? It's like May and June. Just the May and June? Yeah. But and then there's before, you got to get everything ready. Yeah. So like you fix your gear, fix the traps, get the rope ready, the buoys. And then after it's like clean and then you go like fish for bait if you want. Absolutely. So, and you've kind of had a little bit of a steamy start here. I see. Uh, what do we got? We're at 14 games in, five goals, five assists. Big three goal weekend for yourself. You had one goal on Friday night against Concordia, and then you had big two goal performance in the big win against McGill. How have you uh, liked the league? Obviously, it's a bit different from junior hockey. How's that transition been? And maybe just tell viewers a little bit about your junior hockey quickly and, and how that's you know gotten you ready for playing here at NIP. Yeah, um, obviously, it's a big hop coming to the university uh, compared to junior you know the guys are bigger stronger and, and the league's a lot faster um i spent time geez in just about every province in canada playing junior i was in nova scotia and then out in alberta and quebec and then back to nova scotia and to finish it off but i guess the, the big learning curve with junior you go from being a kid to and then you mature as a 20 year old and then all of a sudden you're living on your own by yourself you're cooking your own food in university and and so on and so forth so i think uh that whole process really just groomed me 
to be who I am now at university. Absolutely. No, I definitely, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're not uh, sitting at home waiting for your billet to shove, uh, <laughs> you know, spoonfuls of food down your throat. You're kind of on your own there making your own decisions. How is that having a billet, by the way? Like I've, I've made a transition from being at home to now being at university by myself, but how was that like billet? I guess you guys can both touch on this. How was that having the billets there and kind of looking over you, especially at a younger age? I don't know. It's, it's a bit of freedom, but at the same time, uh, it's almost like a parent, like, obviously they're going to cook for you or whatever, but uh, you still got to respect the rules of their houses because you're living under their roof. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's it's kind of the same, but there's a bit of leeway you can play with, I guess. Yeah, I'd say, I don't know. I, I had billets in junior. It was definitely different. Like, you know, you are taken care of in certain ways that are nice. You know, you might get the laundry done for you, folded or something <laughs> like that. And you, you might not have to cook some meals, but... I don't know. I definitely don't think it's better than having the freedom of being on your own. You know, you might have to have yeah. some, a couple hilarious dinners every now and then, but other than that, I think it's pretty good having the freedom. So I'm yeah. sure you're pretty happy to be on living your own. Living on your own is a lot better, I think. So uh, who, and, you, and you're living, tell, I know who you're living yeah. with. I don't know, I'm not going to guess <laughs> you, but tell, them, tell them your living situation and um, uh, just how that's working out. I'm living with fellow teammate Matt Paul, defenseman on our team, and we're living in a house with Corey Markhart, the country singer from North Bay. So, so it's a pretty it's a pretty hot house, I must say. Uh, there's some tunes that fly here and there, so we have a pretty good time. Are you a singer now yourself? No. No, not yet. No, not yet. Hopefully that rhythm will pass. Yeah, maybe I can you. learn learn some <laughs> learn some stuff. Maybe pick up some guitar chords and. Uh, you never know, might start out a new career. A couple of lonely <laughs> songs and then... Who knows <laughs> uh, just to touch back on the Bell situation, I'm sure some of the people listening would love to know if you guys have any uh, funny situations or funny stories about living with Bell. Or- yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot we could um, we could talk about, but might not be the best thing for the pod. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I have one. Uh, when I was 16, I was living with my best buddy. We knew each other since, I don't know, seven or eight years old. And then we used to play mini sticks. We were 16 years old, so we'd have these big games of mini sticks <laughs> in our village. veteran. And we got in some heated matches, like some, some pretty big fist fights. So, like, I didn't know if our friendship was going to was gonna end there or what, but... That's what it happened. gets pretty heated. Sometimes you're playing mini sticks at 16. <laughs> you still talking to the guy? Or? Oh, yeah. We're so still best friends. Survived yeah. the matchup. So oh, yeah. Good. yeah. I would tell you my best Billa story, but I don't think Vito would probably come down the hallway and take a swing at me, so I don't know if I'll, I'll leave that. No, I was pretty, pretty uneventful for the most part, but it was a good time. All right, so just before we uh, you know, finish up this little solo interview with you, Tower, uh, like we mentioned earlier, big start for you this year. And this past weekend, you kind of blew up and had a, had a good weekend getting Athlete of the Week. So not that I've ever been probably even <laughs> close to becoming Athlete of the Week or might never either. So what happens when you get Athlete of the Week? A little, little, little prize? I don't know. Your head's looking a little big. How are you feeling? <laughs> no, uh, it was a good team effort, honestly. Um, it was good to beat McGill. That was definitely huge for our team. I think they're one of the top teams, so to beat them was good. But as far as athlete of the week, uh, I was actually informed probably ten minutes ago that you're, uh, you get a, a gift card to Greco, so uh, might have some pizza for supper tonight. I'm that not is sure. Huge. We and we also had a we were talking. Have you not received this uh, gift card? <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, Ooh, so we'll a little suspicious. <laughs> no, no, we might have to get to the bottom of that. This guy might be going hungry, but. Uh, so if you if you get the gift card, are you gonna share the pizza, or are you gonna just eat that whole thing yourself? I don't know. Uh, I'm a big pizza guy, so oh, no, depends right? depends how the day <laughs> goes. If I eat breakfast, lunch, or a couple slices or from happens, maybe yeah. Matt and Corey for 
playing their, <laughs> playing their cards right. Core's actually in Nashville right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Colby, thanks for coming on, and we're going to have some fun with you here uh, with a couple more athletes in a couple minutes here, but just... Uh, no, thanks for coming on, and uh, yeah, we're about to grill you a little more in another interview, so thank you very much. All right, we are back with uh, personally my favorite segment so far, and uh, we're going to try and get some information on all of our injuries going down right now in the uh, Lakers athletics world. So since uh, Chris was useless and gave us some information on that, we're going to try a different road here. We're going to ask uh, Mackenzie, our athletic therapist here at school. So, uh, Mac, what's going on with everybody's injuries? Who's injured? Any broken legs? Any cool injuries? Anybody bleeding out their heads or something going on right now? You know what, guys? I really wish I could tell you, but my hands are tied. We can't share any information. So we're just gonna, we're gonna cut that short. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming on. Maybe we'll we'll try Chris again or something. We'll knock on somebody else's door. We'll we'll get to the bottom of this. We'll we'll see what's going on with the injuries. Well, always nice to uh, pick the brain of a fellow athlete, so to speak. But uh, no, we're gonna have uh, the ladies join us now from the basketball program and uh, tell us a little bit about their upcoming shoot for the cure game that's gonna be played this Friday at uh, this athletic center. So, without further ado, bring it on to another interview of the Lake Show, folks. Absolutely breaking barriers here once again with uh, just proven content that you're not gonna find anywhere else. We have uh, first ever interview with several members of our women's basketball team. We have uh, head coach, we have assistant coach, former player, and we also have current player. So I'm going to turn the floor over to the three ladies we have here with us today, get them to introduce themselves, and just tell us a little bit about themselves. So ladies, without further ado. All right, all right. It's <laughs> Kisa Keys, fifth year guard. What's up? <laughs> um, I'm taking business. Oh, my real name is Nikisa. Nikisa Kamal Singh, number three. Anyways, I'm taking business finance and I'm graduating this year. Been here for three years. Love it at NIP. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Rachel Van Wuzik. I used to play. Um, I'm now an assistant coach under Katie Hamilton. And I'm in the first year of my Master's of Science in Kinesiology right now. So it makes me sound smart, but I'm not really. <laughs> She's smart. Um, I'm Katie Hamilton. I'm uh, the head coach in my second year. And as I said before, I'm the best shooter in the gym. That's good to know. Good to know. <laughs> so obviously a couple different you know perspectives here. It's good to have the three of you on here and um, just take us through how's the year been going? How is the team? And basically just, you know, what's it like Nipsing women's basketball program? This year, I think uh, according to our standards and our goals has, has we fallen a little bit short so far, but we still have a lot of games left to go. In the same respect, if you compare it to our previous season, we're in a whole different ballpark of, of improvement and outcomes. So for instance, you know, we lost to a solid Laurier team on Saturday by seven. Uh, a year ago, we lost to that same program by 43 points. Um, and that's kind of been the consistent outcome with, with most of the games that we've played so far. We've battled through uh, through a lot of injury, a lot of illness. No doubt, um, you know, Alex Gallopo-Wilson's, uh, we believe, is one of the best players in this league and kind of, you know, missed her for the preseason and then for the last uh, two or three games of the regular season. But uh, we've increased our points per game from 42 per game last year to I think we're at 59 right now. So what we've done on the offensive end is, has been a, a huge improvement. Now we just need to kind of focus our, our efforts and energy on the defensive end and, and try to clean things up. But overall, the improvement from year to year is, has, has been great. But now we need to and want to translate some of those things into wins. And our, our goal ultimately is to find our way into the playoffs this year, which is still a realistic goal. And, and we're busting our asses to try to get there. 
Absolutely. No, and I, I will just say quickly, being uh, someone that's up at the Athletic Center all the time, I will say I see these uh, girls in the gym, seems like 24-7, seems like they're always working hard. So definitely got to attest to them. That's definitely playing a big role in their improvement. So shout out to all their training staff, strength and conditioning coaches and whatnot, putting them through the work. Uh, they're definitely doing a good job and moving things along. Uh, no, you know, pretty unique situation here with yourself, Rachel, being a former player and, and, and you know now taking things on the coaching side. And you've been here since the program started, I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I have. So tell us about that and, you know, the changes you've seen and what that first year might have been like and, you know, where things are headed now. Yeah, I mean, so just like you said, definitely interesting for me to see it from many different points of view over time. Coaching is definitely something that I always saw myself doing. might sound cheesy, but I'm always somebody that's wanted to follow what I like and kind of let money and stuff like that um, flow in other ways, however that might come. So I always wanted to coach That's basketball. That's good because you're going to be broke for a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do this aside though. I, I got here and I guess the program was probably about two years old and like realistically I've been injured my entire playing career since then. So on our third practice, I tore my ACL for the first time, rehabbed it for a year and then exactly a year and one day later tore it again in practice. So I shouldn't say I've had a coaching role the entire time, but I've been on the sideline and it sort of gave me an opportunity to see things from a different perspective from the very start. So for me, um, it just kind of was reassurance that that is what I wanted to do. So as soon as we went through a coaching change and opportunity to maybe change my role came up, um, Katie generously let me do so, kind of took a chance on me. <laughs> um, but definitely like hearing different perspectives, I mean like being friends with players in the first place and now having to change my role into a coaching role. Kisa, you're still my friend though. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's been good for me and just kind of from the very first year, obviously day to day on any team, things can get frustrating when you're when you're in the moment and stuff like that. But when you take a step back and actually look at the progress over time, it's been leaps and bounds, especially in the past two years. And now we're sort of transitioning more into actually focusing on technical and tactical aspects of basketball. Just before we finish off this part of the interview, can one of you three please give us a breakdown on the big game coming up this Friday? This Friday, we're having our fifth annual Shoot for the Cure. Um, it's a nationwide campaign ran by Jeff Speedy out of UNB as part of U Sports. Um, over the past 13 years, I think it's been running, they've raised well over $1.2 million. And every year since our program started, we've actually been one of the top, I think, five fundraisers in the country for it. Um, it's just something that's been really close to a bunch of our hearts. Jamie's mom, actually, a couple years back beat breast cancer, so that was pretty awesome. My mom actually currently has it, so it's sort of a big deal for us this year. Um, Basically, each team in the country picks one home game to host their Shoot for the Cure game. And leading up until that game and on that night, they just try to raise as much as possible, try to get as many people out. So this year, um, we play Western at 6 p.m. on Friday. That's our game. We'll have a little bit of pregame stuff for it. And then throughout the night, different things happen. So the I Lead Lakers program has helped us a lot with like Cooper Allen and Dan Miller. Um, they're helping us with some kids games and stuff like that. I think Spartans basketball is coming out to it. And then throughout the night, we have uh, five people right now cutting their hair at the men's halftime and then our normal beanbag toss, which raises a lot of money. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll just be a good event, I think. This year, we're saying first 50 people through the door get a free t-shirt, so kind of cool reason to come. And uh, yeah, just trying to get a big crowd out for it. Absolutely. Get your butt in the seats. Some of the fun things we like to do here on the podcast is ask uh, you guys what you think about your teammates or maybe who is like the funniest person on the team. So let's start with that one. Yeah, yeah. Maeve Terrio. Maeve Terrio is still my pick for that one. Nice. Maeve Terrio. Yeah. Um, who's got the weirdest game day routine? Seems like there's not a one that comes to mind. 
No, no superstitions going on. So for drinks, a solid coffee with yeah. brown sugar in it. <laughs> That's really weird. That, that yeah. might be a little weird. <laughs> she gets really pumped in the change room. Yeah. Let's go! <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Like, Whoa, where did that come from? Uh, who's the messiest in the change room? He hasn't... Sober. Sober too? <laughs> with her coffee. She too, literally kinda. lives there. Yeah. So, like, she's as cool as like, an avalanche all the time. Definitely her. Obviously, you guys spend a lot of time on the road, you know, going around Ontario and sometimes even across the border. I believe you guys have gone to, you guys have gone out east, right? This, yeah. This yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. With that, must come some funny stories about being on the road. Do you guys have any stories you'd like to share? <laughs> Rachel? One time, this is really good. One time we were in Ottawa. So we were walking by the canal. Uh, most people know what that is, but of course, Nikisa here stops <laughs> and f- like holds everyone back and goes, what is that? And we were like, it's the canal. She goes like, what do you do? And we're like, well... People just like go and skate on it. Like you should bring your skates and get beaver tails. She goes, well, where's Open. the security? <laughs> I'm like, okay, like there isn't any. <laughs> she goes, what if someone gets stabbed? Because <laughs> literally, like in Toronto, like we have these like, secluded little rinks. You know, there's security. Like people can bring knives. People can like like like, like skate blade. Or? Yeah, like like you no know, gang up on it. <laughs> Oh my god. So like you're skating with a tough crowd. <laughs> what if you see somebody you don't like? What if you see somebody you don't like on the canal? Uh, my favorite road trip experience was when we brought the inner city Toronto gals to a cottage in Cape Oh Park. my god. <laughs> That's up all there. In one cabin. That's up there, and put them all in one cabin to fend for themselves. <laughs> they survived. That's we did. Well, all right. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on. Really appreciate uh, <laughs> the stories and also kind of going in depth about the team and uh, a bit about your your journeys to coming here. So really appreciate you guys coming on and hopefully we can get you back on in the new year. Now we will be joined by Coach Katie, Coach Rachel, and Garden Akisa, as well as Colby Tower for the first ever edition of Whose Game Is It Anyway? Uh, just made that name up, but uh, we're going to go with it and uh, try something new here out. So hope you enjoy it. Let's try it. All right, round one here. We're going to go ladies first, so take it away with the first question you have from a man, Colby Tower. All right, um, how many minutes are in a quarter? Ooh, hot start. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh God, I don't even know. Uh, I'm going to take a big guess here and say 25. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, no. Is it 15? Long time. 15? Are you kidding? 15 would be a good guess. I would say 15. I if I didn't know, like, like, it's like, it's like, what is it? It's eight. What? It's, it's ten. Sorry, sorry, ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten. Coach, coach is here. Ten. <laughs> like, ten in, like in the NBA We too? normally only play eight. That's oh, really? the problem. That's, <laughs> that's really? Oh, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And NCAA is... <laughs> What was it? Two houses and something like that? Two houses and 12 and a quarters. Where did I get eight from? I don't know. That's High fine. school. That's high school. Okay. Four, ten, four, four, ten, ten quarters. quarters. Yeah. yeah. 40 minutes. All right. All right. Okay. We could start. <laughs> yeah. That, we got to get the results. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 Six. Six. Eight. No. You started off hot. You got further away. Is it four? There's three. There's three. Why three? I don't know. Three three 20-minute periods. Oh, that's a long game. Stop time, though, so. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. 
I'm really I don't I've never watched a hockey game to be honest. I've never been to a basketball so, game. Hey. This is like even high school I've never been to that. Okay, um This is educational. Yeah, right? Yeah. What's the an one? It's a type of shoe. What? <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah. I know he's Other why. Why. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I couldn't one. even attempt to explain what it is. An N1. So like when you're trying to score and somebody fouls you, it's an N1. Like and it and goes in. Yeah, like it goes in. Oh, and it goes in. And then you like shoot one free it's throw. One. It's like one free throw. Oh, so you like make the basket and, and then you get one. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. And the shoe. And the shoe. Yeah, and it's the shoe. And the shoe. I actually didn't know that. I had no idea. That is total new meaning for me. As a we're all learning today. Yeah. What happens when you when your team gets a power play? That means you score back to back. <laughs> no. Good guess. Good guess. Good guess. Good guess. Heat check. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of a gut check or a heat check. Like, when we score back to back, get a stop. No. When uh, power. When your team gets a power play, it means the other team gets a penalty. So. There's five players on each team on the ice. Mm-hmm. So when the other team gets a penalty, one of their guys goes to the box, and they have four guys, and you have five on, so you get the power play. Oh, so it's a, like a mismatch. Kind of, yeah. Pretty well, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for uh, playing the game, guys. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Hope you guys had fun with that, too. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, that was something different anyways. <laughs> well, out there. But uh, worth a try nonetheless. Uh Good to have these interviews. They've been fun and um, just it's been great getting, uh, you know, different athletes together, getting them uh, talking and, you know, having a little bit of fun in the process. So apart from that, I guess it's it, it's crazy that I, I'm going to say it again. December 1st, this Saturday, wild that it's already that uh, time of the semester. But we have just we just have men's and women's basketball and men's hockey have games remaining this weekend and get ready to, you know, get my... Get my Santa hat on and get a little Christmassy. Yeah, it's almost that time of year, or it is kind of that. Would you count this time of year? Like, would you be playing music right now for Christmas? Um, maybe not just yet, but it's I don't know. It's that time. I've watched a couple Christmas movies. Have you? Which ones? I watched. Uh, well, I watched Office Christmas Party the other day. Oh, yeah, it's not yeah. bad. But I'm a big Christmas movie guy. Are you? Oh yeah, I'll be crushing a couple. Top yeah, three, you, top three. Give me your top three. Top three. Well, immediately number one, first and foremost, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Absolutely. Will not be touched ever. <laughs> then we have the uh, classic uh, Christmas Story, and then I don't know. Third up, that's a tough one between Elf yeah. and I don't know. I think you have to throw it down with Elf. I think, anyways. Yeah, Elf's probably a safe bet there at third place, but lots of movies to watch this Christmas season, and I don't know, when when are you heading home for uh, the holidays? I'll be heading home around the December December 12th, so it gives me a couple, or like a full week and a bit to get ready for, for Christmas time. Hopefully we'll have my yeah. Christmas shopping done by then, because I won't be in the hectic malls, but That's not uh, yeah, it should be good, and I'm excited to, to see the family and hang out. No doubt. I'm sure everyone's looking forward to getting home, seeing some family. Oh, maybe yeah. maybe having a couple home cooked meals. <laughs> Definitely maybe you haven't been firing up the best grub for the first <laughs> semester, and mom might treat you a little better. I don't know. I'm gonna tell you definitely the case for myself. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to that. When do you come back? So you get to go home for a while, though. No? Or... Yeah. You know, uh, we have it pretty nice here in the in the teachers college program in Ipsing. We we have a full month off, so straight month. Nice. Eh? Yeah, straight month off to to kind of regroup and. And hang my hat at home for a bit and have, like you said, some home-cooked meals by uh, Big Mitch. My father's a cook in the house. Oh, and, uh, oh yeah, switching it up. So how about you? Oh, you guys must have 
bit shortened down it with the, the hockey team. I'm going. I'm yeah. We're going the 13th. I'm going home. Most guys are going home the 13th. We got to be back the 27th. So it's I don't know, it's two weeks. It's, not, not it's almost That's two good. weeks. It's not bad. Nice. Not bad at all. Uh, what was I gonna say? I, I, oh, I was gonna say yeah. We might have to be uh, maybe a podcast or two done uh, abroad. Maybe a, a long distance interview. A little Skype interview. I like maybe it. Maybe yeah, yeah, nice. a, a long distance Christmas aversion, uh, a Calgary to Ottawa edition, maybe. <laughs> That'd be sweet. We'll definitely get on uh, get on that right away. So uh, definitely with uh, this being the last weekend of athletics, obviously uh, there won't be more games to talk about, but uh, we'll, we're still planning on trying to keep this thing going through the Christmas break. I don't know if we'll take a week or two off probably during that time maybe we will we haven't really talked about it but uh yeah joe expect something next week and uh, i don't know i think uh apart from that i think we had a lot done today so it was a good day for for the podcast i mean we got a lot of stuff done so it should be maybe a bit of a lengthier one but hopefully you enjoyed it and i know we did so enjoy your weekends enjoy the cocktails and have a good one absolutely stay steamy everybody and have a good week and uh, we'll be talking to you very very soon Make sure you uh, like, comment, subscribe. Thanks, bye.